Welcome to Sales Hiring Straight Talk, where sales leaders go for advice, tips, and resources to hire high-performing sales talent. If you find the hiring process challenging or have been disappointed when a hire couldn't sell, you're not alone. Make your sales hiring interviews rock with Sales Hiring Straight Talk. Here are your co-hosts, Jennifer Leak and Suzanne Paling. Today's guest is Ira S. Wolf, a TEDx speaker, president of Success Performance Solutions, and described as a millennial trapped in a baby boomer body. Fueled by his fierce passion for technology and its impact on people, Ira is one of HR's most visionary thinkers and influencers on the future of work, jobs, and talent acquisition. Thinkers 360 recognized Ira as the number one thought leader on future of work and number three on human resources. He's the author of several books, including his most recent, the second edition of Recruiting in the Age of Googleization, which was selected by Book Authority as one of the all-time best HR and recruiting books. He's also a longtime friend who I admire greatly, and we're so glad he agreed to join us today to open our series on the candidate experience. Ira, welcome to Sales Hiring Straight Talk. It's always so great to talk with you. Likewise, it's been a while and, and great to be back and meet Suzanne. Ira, you're known for your workplace insights and predictions, and that's why we wanted to invite you to join us and talk about the candidate experience. We think you're the leading guy on it because you've been talking about this for a while now. For over two decades. So I I don't know if I wasn't doing a good enough job back then or or I continue to need practice, whichever it might be. (laughs) Well, people are catching up to your wisdom. Ira, we are hearing the term candidate experience a lot these days. What does that term mean to you? Uh, I mean, literally, it, it is just as how how do candidates, job seekers feel about applying to your business? What's it like? Uh, and for decades, employers have gotten away with it. Companies, organizations, didn't matter what industry, didn't matter if you were in sales, manufacturing, nonprofit, whatever it was. Basically, the the, the laws of the workforce have changed. The closest to what we have now goes back uh, 1999, 1998, 99, dot-com boom. We were creating lots of jobs. The the terms warm body hiring, could you fog a mirror? You know, <laughs> you, you got a job. I mean, literally, it, it was that way. Uh, kids were 14 and 15 years old and getting offered $100,000, $200,000 uh, to program you know, and then we had the dot-com bust and 9-11 and, and things happened. But, you know, the trend started way back then. So I've been following it forever, but which mm-hmm. leads into the, the kind of a long way around candidate experience. Basically, companies got away with it because for years there were more people applying for jobs than there were, you know, jobs available So or, or candidates available. So mm-hmm. it basically people just didn't need to do it. They got away, you know, companies got away with murder. I get asked all the time, did 2020 cause this? And it didn't. It just pulled back the curtain, ripped off the band-aids. And candidate experience now matters because people have choices. And candidate experience is just what it's like to apply to your company. And why do you think it has taken on such importance recently? Well, job shortages. Uh, You know, just this morning, um, and these will be the most kind of the recent trends, 4.2 million people quit their jobs last month. We have the highest number of job vacancies and openings that we've ever had, all-time record. 
The unemployment rate is dropping. We've had the lowest number of people applying for jobs or for unemployment claims in 20 years, and it's reaching an almost all-time low. So there's a whole series of things that have just converged. And simply, it's a, it's an employee's market. It looks like anything else. It, you know, if there's a lot of restaurants on the street, you better be either giving, either be the cheapest or have the best food or have the great service. I mean, those are the three choices. It's either people will put up with bad service because you you create a, an extraordinary experience or you got to charge the cheapest and companies got a, a way with paying people the cheapest wages, giving them a paycheck for a long period of time. And because they had to put food on their table, they had no choice. Lots of choices now. So true. Ira, the first time I think I heard you talk about the candidate experience, you said it goes all the way back even to the application process. Well, even before that, um, you know, I mean, people think of candidate experiences. Well, what's it like to apply for your company? And I've already said that a few times. Uh, you know, how long does it take for people to call you back? What's the job description look like? How long did it take you to fill out the application? What was the interview like? Those are all the things that get measured. And we, we can dig into that a little bit. But in today's market, the candidate experience starts the first time somebody says, I'm thinking about changing jobs, or I'm thinking about getting my first job, maybe your recent college grant. And they go to your website and look at what the company's about, or they go to LinkedIn and look at the profiles. They look at what are people saying? They look at the Indeed ratings, the Glassdoor ratings. It's about employee brand. The candidate experience starts What's the first impression? I think I'd like to work at your company, or I just heard somebody's hiring. I go there. One, it could be the impression of the company. It could be the employee brand. It could be the way, the, the, how to navigate the site. Uh, how do I even find how to apply? I mean, I can't tell you how many sites that I go to uh, that somebody says, can you take a look at our website? And, I, and I'm pretty good. I'm an older baby boomer, but I'm still pretty good at figuring this stuff out. I can't figure out where their jobs are listed. I do a search. It doesn't show up. I have to go to the footer and under, you know, you scroll down all these articles, all these pictures, all these images, all these videos, you get down to the bottom and buried down there. It's sometimes called jobs. Sometimes it's career, sometimes it's employment. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's under about us. You have to click on the about us to go and figure it out. That's all part of candidate experience. So from the very first impression that somebody hears about your company, what's the message? And our audience of listeners is off is mostly made up of sales leaders. They may some of those things could be out of their control. What should sales leaders understand or keep in mind um, regarding candidate experience? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I hear that all the time, and and, and surprisingly, I hear that I speak mostly to HR audiences, our talent acquisitions audiences, and they say the same thing. Uh, they say it's out of their control, which is bizarre because they they've got to own it. And part of it is because they purchased the technology um, and they they defaulted to whatever the technology did, that we can just post our job description, we can post it up there. This was the scope of what you can change and edit and program. Uh, so some sometimes it's just the default. But recruitment, I mean, when we're talking about recruiting, recruiting is sales and marketing. And if the recruiters or if the sales leaders say that, you know, that's not our responsibility or we don't have that opportunity, you really need to sit down with the CEO because it's costing a boatload of money. And, and I'm going to say the same thing I say to HR and, and talent acquisition. You're not going to get the job done. You just can't do it. Recruitment today, recruitment really equals marketing. 
today. And if you don't understand how to market to your customers, maybe salespeople know how to market to the, the customers for, for their vehicle that they're selling, whatever that might be, but they don't, but you have to use the same principles to market and sell your company to candidates. It, it, it's no different. Uh, unfortunately, most of the technology and a lot of the processes were built for an HR industry that was created in the 70s and 80s and 90s. And how job seekers buy today, how they buy jobs, why they choose to apply to you, why they choose to accept or, or deny your job is is very, very different than in the past. And we can dig into that a little bit, which is what the what the life cycle of what's the process that a job seeker goes through today that's different than in the past. And, and in many ways, it's similar to how you buy a car. I can go on the internet and, and decide I, I want to appraise my car through Gravana and pick a car up from somebody and it gets delivered to my house. I never have to go to a dealer. I don't have to deal with salespeople. I can get an internet loan for my for my vehicle. Uh, and it's all done that way. And, you know, that's certainly disrupting it. And and for years, I I heard car dealers say, yeah, that, that, that's not going to happen. People want to come in and touch and feel it. That's a really good point, Ira. Just as car dealerships have to change in order to survive, sales leaders also have to improve the candidate experience within their own organizations. We can't wait to share the rest of our interview with Ira. So go to saleshiringstraighttalk.com and make sure you're following us so you don't miss our next podcast. We're here to be a resource for you. Visit saleshiringstraighttalk.com to listen to more episodes in the growing podcast library. Sales Hiring Straight Talk. So your sales hiring interviews rock.